Well, good morning and welcome to the Underhood Show. My name is Josh Prophet. Alongside me this morning is Scotty German. Good morning, Scotty. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Doing uh, doing really good this morning. So, hey, uh, welcome to the Underhood Show. Uh, it is a call-in show. 316-462-3673. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about anything automotive. Anything going on with your vehicle you want to talk about? Uh, check engine light, maintenance intervals, uh, new products, uh, MH Ford Racing, uh, whatever the conversation might be. Uh, pick up the phone. Give us a call. 316-462-3673. That's the number to jump on the air here with us. Uh, and uh, for each and every caller that calls into the show, we got a great prize package uh, for you and we'll mail it out to you. But it consists of the works, which is an oil change, uh, tire rotation. We use Motorcraft oil and filter products here at Mel Hamilton Ford. Uh, while we're completing that, we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection on that vehicle, checking over the brakes, tires, steering, suspension, all the safety related components on that vehicle. Just making sure that it's ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. You'll also receive yourself $10 to Mel's Diner so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us. Uh, you get complete nitrogen for your tires, so you get all the great benefits that uh, nitrogen has to offer for your vehicle. And then a BG Products Package, which is going to consist of a can of MOA or motor oil additive for your engine oil. And then a can of CF5 for your fuel system. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that uh, next 5,000 miles of driving. So let's get the phones ringing, 316-462-3673. So good morning, Scotty. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Doing uh, doing good. Got a comment already from Jason Cox. Says, morning, gentlemen. So good morning, Jason. Good morning. Uh, thanks, thanks for uh, joining us this morning on the chat uh, side of things. So got a list of things that we wanted to, wanted to talk about today. And, uh, you know... Um, in regards to maintenance intervals or service on on uh, vehicles, uh, Phil couldn't be with us today. He's at a they had a double uh, double header race up in Hayes, uh, and so the three J team is up there. Uh, maybe a little bit later, we'll get a phone call from him on a status update. Looked like they had a pretty strong finish last night. Um, made it to the the feature and got second out of the feature. So uh, I think they were pretty jazzed. Uh, Pretty jazzed with their finish oh, up yeah. there, and so hopefully uh, tonight they can uh, get a get a strong finish up there as well. So uh, yep. race season is definitely starting to starting to wind down. Uh, you know, as, uh, as we were talking a little bit before <laughs> before the show started, uh, somebody wanted to look up the temperature for the next <laughs> week and see kind of where that was headed. And I'm afraid to afraid to say it that summer is definitely uh, starting to wind down for sure. It's so, October, man. It is October first. I uh, you know woke up this morning and think. And uh, God, I cannot believe it's no. October already. It, so. It's nuts. It, this whole year has just flown by so quickly. But I feel like the summer was just long and hot. It was so hot. And now it's starting to kind of wind down. And we looked ahead. And, and especially when you're talking about automotive needs and things like that, whenever the weather changes, it starts to do a lot of other things to your vehicle as well. And so whenever we're starting to get into where it's going to start getting cold and things like that, there's a lot of things that you need to kind of keep your eyes peeled for. We're not going to, we're not going to talk about cold. Yet. Okay. okay. <laughs> cool. But, but yeah. Cool. Let's, we, I'll, I'll accept cool. I will not accept cold. Okay. okay. That's, uh, Fair. Not, not going to go there yet. So, you know, uh, it is uh, starting to be that, that time of year season uh for sure and it start start to thinking about the months coming ahead and kind of where we're headed uh you know when you think uh their typical service is you know five thousand miles intervals or five months well where does five months put you yeah down the road, that you puts know? you that puts um, you in cold josh 
Yeah. And so you, uh, you're, that's something that we really do focus on, you know, each and every time that, that we get a vehicle in for service is, uh, that next 5,000 miles of driving. And I right. think about 5,000 miles of driving or five months time, uh, and, and where that is and what weather conditions that now puts you in and, and stuff like that. And so this time of the year, it, it tires is a big thing. Tires I mean, are huge. Um, right. You know, right now you get after out of summer and cause you are five months from now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're in, you're in the season, you're in the snow, you're in the ice, uh, things like that. Um, and so tires are, are a huge thing. Um, and you know, what I love about what we have to offer, on tires is just the enormous selection oh, yeah. with, with Ford's buying power uh, and the availability of, of tires that we have for, uh, yeah, for our consumers. For everything, uh, for every there. kind of vehicle, every year, make, model. Uh, we try to keep in stock so many options uh, for our customers. And that's, in my opinion, that's probably number one. Uh, when it comes to it's getting ready to get cool or cold, um, you're going to have weather conditions and driving conditions that aren't going to be prime or, or uh, are going to be perfect. So you're going to want to be safe, keep your family safe out there. And that's why we have so, so many great tools. Uh, our drive, uh, you know, measures the tread right, right when you drive over it. Uh, and that's very important when maybe you're at, you know, four to three, 30 seconds and it's getting ready to get icy and cold and stuff like that. Maybe you don't want to have, um, you know, that depth of tread maybe you want to get into something new just to be a little bit safer and have better traction and ice and snow and then the other thing is 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 checking tire pressures whenever the temperature drops and you don't have you know pure nitrogen in your tires you're going to get a tire light whenever that that temperature drops so yeah, that's so kind of kind of another or a couple different topics there for sure on the on the nitrogen side of things so first of all i wanted to talk uh, about tires uh or general for the consumer you know um i think the old allergy uh, analogy is that uh, you know you take Lincoln or a penny, and if you can see Lincoln's head, then you need tires. Uh, in in my mind, we're already past. That yeah, you're past that, that point <laughs> uh, for sure. Just from a safety standard or a safety standpoint, um, but. In the number of used cars that we see rolling in and out of here, and you know, we were talking uh, previous to the show, uh, the tenure that you have in the industry, yeah. and what what you've seen over the years, uh, you had a little bit of uh, independent. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, experience experience previous to coming to the dealer side of thing of it as well and so i wanted to kind of talk a little bit about that and then just uh and i know that was you know looking back now it was many moons ago but I, i've still, been here for 10 years so uh, <laughs> uh on that side of things but what what you had available to you tools wise uh at an independent and then also just the product oh, that you had man. available to you in independent versus the dealership environment and the dealership uh uh what the dealership has to offer it is such a night and day difference compared to what we have here um it being in an independent shop it, it, it you have a lot more challenges of trying to help customers just with the equipment that you use to mount the tires on the wheel balance the tires correctly things like that that um that we we have our road force balance machines here which are so much more accurate safer things like that um it is a total, total night and day difference compared to to where I came from to where I'm at now, um, and and I I love the fact that we we try to offer as many options that we do. We have so many more options to pr provide, even if we don't have it, we have the ability to get whatever somebody's wanting. Um, so that's that's very important. But yeah, it's totally, totally a night and day difference. You know, uh, for me, <laughs> just. Uh, 
I had the opportunity to visit uh, Pitt State here. Uh, time's kind of flown here, but uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, uh, and to to their automotive program down mm-hmm. there. And one of the things that I always talk about or discuss with uh, these young individuals that are that are looking into this industry uh, as a potential career choice, and it is a it is a great career path. I yeah. mean, there's a there's a a lot of different ways that you can go with it. Um, you know, and just like every other industry, I'm sure there's, uh, positive experiences and there's negative experiences and trying to help these younger individuals, uh, through this, uh, through this career path or looking at all the options ahead of time and not get into a place six months, a year, uh, you know, a year and a half and decide, you know, this isn't really what I want to do or, or not getting the full benefits out of the, uh, out of what the experience could be. And so there's basically, I call them warning signs that I'm trying to coach or make these people think of as they're getting into the industry so that they don't get, you know, three or four years down the road and in a career, or a job that they don't like. And it's not necessarily the, 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 uh, job's fault. It's just maybe where they're performing that job Yeah, because it's true because you got to be happy. Oh yeah. Uh, going to work, you know, you got to be happy. And so I always, uh, challenge people to look at, you know, independence versus dealers and kind of some of the differences on that as a, as a career side, but then also as a consumer, I do the same thing. Same. Yeah. Because there's, there's a huge difference between what an independent uh, has to offer versus what a dealership can offer somebody. And, you know, when I think of uh, tires specifically, just the volume of tires that we have to offer um, with Ford's again, with Ford's buying power, you know, we've got, there's 17 different manufacturers that are available to us to provide to our customers on uh, for their vehicle. And we do a, a a lot of used car reconditioning. Yes. Uh, And I've seen used cars come in with tires on it that, you know, like, why is that tire on that vehicle? <laughs> and I know what it was. I know the, I know they went to somewhere. Yep. And they, they went to Bob's tires, and they needed tires. Yeah. And that's what Bob had to offer. That's right. Was this set of tires. Uh, but there's so many different specifications that go into, uh, into tires um, for each independent, each individual vehicle that change the ride characteristic, the oh, big time handling characteristics, the, you know, the, um, the noise level or yeah. audible noise level, the fuel economy. Uh, you know, there's, uh, I can think of one situation that, uh, we got in two years ago and it was on a Prius, uh, and you know, whoever buys a Prius, they buy it because of the fuel efficiency, right? Like that's yeah. the purpose of, of that vehicle. And, uh, you know, a customer purchased, tires for that vehicle uh and they purchased the tires based on a very low selection that was offered to them and then also like a you know kind of like a budget uh side of things and it almost cut the fuel economy in half in that thing uh on that vehicle yeah and just for a tire but you know you think about it what's the weight of the tire what's the rolling resistance of the tire like uh what's the the speed rating speed rating with a tread patch of it uh or how much the contact patch how much contact of that tire is is touching the ground and all those are are are, um, 
you know, things that affect, it's a cause and effect deal. Uh, and, and we just had one, um, it's probably been two weeks, but we had a situation to where somebody was needing uh, tires for an all wheel drive vehicle, went someplace and could only afford two tires. And the only two tires that they had was not the exact same size of what they needed at to which point it was such a difference that it actually ended up making part another part of their vehicle overheat causing more damage so little things like that put that customer in a situation to where now it's going to be more expensive than just tires at that point just because of selection incorrect size and a tire that's not meant for that vehicle so it's a big deal and we also i mean we went went from uh really just needing four tires to now we need four (laughs) tires we still need the same four tires that we needed a little bit ago but then now we've overheated the the transfer case components or the all-wheel drive components of the vehicle and we got to look into that and see what see what that entails too and so yeah that's that's a a knowledge standpoint Mm -hmm. um you know the other things that i that i think of is okay overall selection and availability but then just our inventory of what we have in stock uh we stock a lot of tires. our warehouse is pretty big yeah yeah. we we do stock (laughs) a lot of tires and that's uh that's again so that we can have that selection for our customers and you know for for our needs on the used car side of things as well um and so just having the inventory on site saves time absolutely you know when you're when you bring your vehicle in here and we have the tires right there to put on it and ready to go uh that that's a time savings uh yeah for oh, yeah sure. uh, i mean any any more people want to you know like order things off of amazon and i still i maybe i'm old-fashioned but i want to go and put my hands on what i'm buying and the ability to go especially with tires uh, i know people order them online and we do too but the ability to have a customer just come in and say, Hey, I'm needing a set of tires. Do you have these? And we end up stocking, you yeah. know, two full sets of them. So that's always nice to be. So I go a little bit further on tires. Okay. Now, you know, we've got the right load rating. We've got the right speed rating and it's going to handle uh, the tread design is proper for what the vehicle is uh, on that side of things. But then as we're checking these vehicles in, like, what are we doing? Uh, just on the check-in, yeah. we're, we're also checking the alignment. That's another big thing. Our our service drive uh, has cameras and alignment check machines by Hunter that will actually do a quick check on your alignment to make sure that the tires are going to wear properly or are wearing properly at that time. Um, and that's very important. I, I mean, I had uh, a situation just a couple of days ago where a customer came in for an alignment. And just by asking the questions that I know to ask, um, it, it ended up actually not being an alignment that they need. I have so many people come in and say, yeah, I've got to get an alignment because I've got a vibration at 60. And it's like, okay, well, wait a minute. Let's take a look at your tires and actually see what the problem is. And it turns out uh, it was something completely different. But those things that we check as an advisor, as a technician, all of those things, we're basically just doing our job to try and help you and make sure your money goes in the right direction as well. Well, and I, you know, on the, the money in the right direction is, uh, is huge. Um, you know, uh, have the conversation on a, on a routine base basis with the technicians and the advisors uh, as well as, you know, on both ends of that spectrum is one, we're here to do a, uh, thorough multi-inspection, multi-point inspection on every vehicle every time. Yep. You know, and that goes both ways. So it's not something that's just glanced over or, uh, you know, you do it this time, one time, this time, the next time. It's consistent. We want to do it the same time, same way every time and 
be able to get accurate results on it because it is the consumer's uh, choice to what they want to do. You don't have to fix whatever we say your vehicle needs, Mm -hmm. but I want you to know what your vehicle needs. Right. Uh, And then also being able to break that down for a consumer and let them know, you know, hey, this is something probably needs to get, this needs some pretty immediate attention. You know, this item here, that's something that in the future we need to look at. And then this item here is literally just a maintenance item that, you know, if you want your vehicle to go uh, many, many miles, let's, let's get that deal taken care of too. Now on that maintenance item, if you don't get it taken care of at some point, eventually it's a cause and effect again, just like everything else. And it's going to cost you more money in the long run if you don't get it taken care of taken care of or squared away but again it's all the consumers that it's their their option their choice yeah but being able to have you know um a buddy in the the industry that can help identify what those needs are Mm -hmm. as far as the immediate down the road and then uh maintenance side of things that's that's where uh you know that's where the transparency comes in. Absolutely. Uh, big thing with, with us is integrity. And, and a lot of times you'll have advisors, uh, we call it show and tell, um, which it, we're not just going to, you know, present you a report, which you were discussing, you know, the immediate needs, the, re, you know, the maintenance items and things we need to keep an eye on in the future. Um, but definitely as an advisor, um, you, you want the opportunity if you can to not only tell a customer about something, but be able to show them to so, show them what you're seeing. So that way, the the customer is well aware of what's going on as well and that's that's important thing for me if i can well so what uh what's one of the things we do to to help with that um the cool thing with especially down here at the main dealership whenever your vehicle's in the shop we actually have a a video inspection which basically checks the tires batteries and brakes and other major or other things while we're inspecting the vehicle doing the multi-point inspection which is uh it's actually a video that when we do that multi-point inspection, it's actually the technician doing that, and we send that to your cell phone even if you're not at the dealership. So it's almost as if you're there. So that's a very, like I said, a very important thing for me because it's also easier for somebody who's not in the automotive industry to be able to see and understand what we're talking about. And it's uh, it's it's a heck of a tool, man. That's that's my probably my favorite thing as at doing my job because it's such a help. You know, it really uh, closes that gap or bridges that gap from a technician to an actual consumer. But then also, um, you know, just hearing words or somebody say something, uh, sometimes it's hard to understand. Oh, yeah. But when you see a visual of it, of, hey, this is what I found, this is what's going on, or this is why I recommended this, it makes oh yeah, it, it makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Uh, from that side. And then, you know, from the other side of it, uh, is that if consumers are here waiting we'd love doing show and tell oh yeah ask questions if you don't understand i i I want you to i want you to have a clear clear understanding of what it is that we're trying to do and again trying to explain things sometimes Mm -hmm. especially with all the acronyms in the industry oh big time uh, all the different uh verbiages that you know uh as being in this industry you get callous to or you know you just uh you just kind of know what's going on but then when you're not from the industry and you're you're trying to explain it to somebody <laughs> it can it can be hard and that's why uh you know hey come back here take a look at this and then point at it and you yeah know, it definitely cl- can clear yeah clear it you up. got a tpms fault you've got an apim that's not reading and yeah. you got a customer going what the heck are you talking about no it's a lot easier to be able to sh- to show somebody something and 
and it's uh, it makes it not so much of a foreign language. It's it's a little bit easier to to work with. Hey, let's get the phones ringing. 316-462-3673. That's the number to jump on the air here with us. And uh, let's talk anything automotive. You know, uh, Phil's not here. Let's give something away. Okay, you want to give something away? We, let's, let's give something away. Let's okay, so we're going to do this. We're going to give away the uh, the normal package for the call-in. Uh, so that's going to be the works. So we'll change tire rotation, uh, the multi-point inspection, the... Uh, nitrogen for the tires the ten dollars to mel's diner and then the bg products package but in addition to that we're going to give something away okay what we got let's give you know i don't i was trying to think about what to give away uh, i think let's give uh, an additional fifty dollars okay so fifty dollars and you can use it spend it however you want parts department service department department, okay. service department where wherever you want to however you want to use it so let's get the phones ringing 316-462-3673 so it's about a 130 dollar package on the on the first part of it and then we're going to throw in an additional 50 dollars to use maybe you need uh you know maybe you need cabin a air filter cabin air filter I, yeah, I, there you go. that was a big one that i wanted to discuss especially with uh with fall yeah there it is with fall there it is. Um, you've got a lot of people that park in their driveways that have trees and leaves and stuff like that. Well, that eventually does get into the cabin air filter, and I've seen some cabin air filters get let's, clogged. Yeah. Let's first let's talk about a cabin air filter, yeah, uh, because you and I know what a cabin air filter is, right? You know, and again, we just say the words. That's true. Assuming that the consumer knows what a cabin air filter is or where it's at or what it does. Uh, so first of all, not even every vehicle has a cabin air filter. Correct. Uh, it is becoming something that is more and more common uh, in the sense that uh, a lot more manufacturers are, you know, putting them in. Um, years ago, it was really hit and miss on what did and what didn't. But essentially, it's just like your uh, filter in your heating and ventilation at home uh, that it's uh it's filtering the air uh entering into the cabin of the of the vehicle um so it's taking the outside air filtering it before it goes into the cabin um you know i was driving home the other day and they were cutting uh oh yeah and just dust everywhere um and years uh, years ago uh, you could you could really tell whether a vehicle had a cabin air filter and they didn't. Uh, where I really noticed it is uh, because the diesel trucks years ago were notorious for a lot more smoke or putting out smoke than than what they do now, unless somebody's taken them and programmed them or done something with them. Yep. But uh, you would uh, be behind a diesel truck and they'd get on the gas and a big old puff of black smoke would come out and uh, you'd run through there and it would... Uh, if you could smell it yeah, real bad, it'll get into yeah, the, cab. the cabin. <laughs> but if they had a cabin air filter, the likelihood of it, you know, it would definitely diminish the the amount of smell of it. And so that was a, a good identifier years ago. But uh, so anyways, um, those filters, they take all that dust and debris and, you know, uh, they get stuck on that filter. And I don't know how many times I've uh, uh been involved of customer having a uh, concern of low uh, low flow or low air movement uh, through a vent. Yeah. And the reason for that is, is the cabin air filters clogged. So um, I actually wanted to give another example. A lot of us uh, have homes that have uh, filters for our AC and our, our heating units that we get reminded by our thermostat to change well, the filters. Yeah. Our vehicles don't have that. 
And so it's practically it's practically the same thing. If you've ever replaced your home filter at your house and it is absolutely awful, um, that's basically what's happening with the vehicle, except for I think the vehicle goes uh, through a lot more harsher environments in certain cases than your home does. So um, that's a very important thing. I've seen them to the point where they were so clogged that the airflow out of the AC or heating system was so poor that they thought a serious problem was there, but it ended up just being a cabin air fill. But it makes those those components work twice as hard when they are clogged. Too, sure, so. sure. Yeah, if you're not moving the right across air across that, uh, you know, evaporator uh, in in the uh, car, it's just not doing its job right. effectively. But then also you're allowing potentially dirt and debris to get in there mm-hmm. and plug up something other than the filter if it goes right. too if it goes too far so uh i got a caller coming through here we're gonna get them uh get them patched through and and plugged in but got a gary is gonna be joining us so let's go to the phones and talk to gary gary you're on live with under the hood go ahead this is greg oh i'm sorry greg greg, greg. i apologize yeah. about that greg how are you this morning I'm fine. Good deal. Good deal. You're on live with Under the Hood. So you got a question for us or are you just calling to get a package? <laughs> I just was calling for the free package. Well, there, uh, you, there go. you go. <laughs> well, okay. So Hey, I do I do have a question. Okay. Your your EcoBoost now that all have turbos. You were talking about seeing seeing the smoke from the diesel. Uh-huh. Back in the 70s when they first were putting turbo Uh-oh. Still with us? Okay. Oh, there yep, you are. Yeah, you, you lost you for a second. For just a second. So back in the 70s when they were putting turbos, and then that's when we lost you there. Turbos on tractors, they wanted you to cool it down so it didn't cook the oil in the turbo when you shut it off hot. Do they recommend that in your EcoBoost today or not? Yeah, so, uh, you know, these EcoBoosts, they have started out in uh, 2009 uh, with, the, with the EcoBoost. Um, from these vehicles and i tell you i can probably count uh the number of fail failures or catastrophic issues with these engines has been very very minimal they've been very very tough uh from that side of things and it is still hard to this day to convince a consumer uh that you know when when they're purchasing or looking at an f-150 to not want that v8 and to be okay with that v6 but that v6 can just about outperform outdo everything that that v8 uh has to offer other than the sound yeah just uh, about the, no it yeah, does yeah. <laughs> other than the audit uh, audible qualities of it but uh you know the manufacturers have done a great job with these turbos and now you know years ago uh back then they were just cooled by oil uh, now they have coolant and right. oil both going to them or through them um, and okay. so that's uh that's what's aided uh the ability to to do what to do what they need to do and stay cool and they have and an intercooler like too and i remember i actually remember whenever there was uh there was a time to where they did actually modify they actually had to put like air dams in the uh in the front of the truck to actually get the air going to flow it to yeah. flow into it so yeah that but they've they have done i i i've actually had three um f-150s in the past or since i've worked here anyways and the EcoBoost is the only engine I will get in an F-150. 3.5 liters, and they they are so awesome. I love them, and I can't I can't tell somebody that's so you know into getting a V8. I need to get a V8, and I'm just like, just drive the 3.5, and it may change your mind. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the performance that these you know, and we've got them 
you know, the EcoBoost portion of it, they've obviously adopted it. And there's just about every vehicle model line. Well, every vehicle model line, there's a version of that engine yeah. that, uh, of the EcoBoost or the turboed vehicle in every one of them for sure. So, uh, but yeah, they've come a long way with that. And even turbo failure, I mean, it is something that you see from time to time, but it is not. It's a, not very common. It's, it's not a very common uh, common thing for that to happen. And what I will say is that the, the routine maintenance is the key to even make that failure rate way less. Yeah. Uh, because you know, the smaller passages provide an oil, uh, to these turbos and, and to the cam phasers and, uh, for the timing and, and everything like that is good, clean fluids, uh, whether it's oil, coolant, you know, uh, transmission fluid, that's, that's the key to making these things run as long as you want them to run. Right. So, uh, great question there. So now I got a question for you is, uh, you called in, you received the package, uh, the, that we'll mail out to you. And then we're going to add a $50 to that. Uh, what are you going to do with your 50 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> Probably bring my Mustang in for work. There you go. Okay. Well, there you go. What's the, what's the Mustang need? Not nothing right now. I just had <laughs> okay. you guys just put brakes on it. <laughs> very well, very good. Well, good deal. Well, great. Uh, appreciate the call and uh, we'll get that package uh, sent out to you and include that $50 uh, gift card in there. So uh, again, okay, thanks for, thank thanks you. for calling. So. Thanks Greg. Appreciate it. So got, uh, got Greg, got him a $50 uh, gift card as well as the, the normal package. So thanks for that call. And yeah, the, the turbos on these vehicles. And like I said, there's just about, well, every model line has a version of an yeah. EcoBoost now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's all about routine maintenance to keep that thing going as many miles as, as you want to drive. I wouldn't buy, I would only buy an EcoBoost, I think. I mean that's just my preference but yeah. that's 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 my favorite i i whenever i had that three five i loved it and i ended up downsizing getting something else that's why i don't have it anymore but um god i i love that that thing would get up and go I, it shocked me the very first time i drove one how much power they have and then they're fuel efficient but gosh darn it they are just that's an awesome awesome engine that ford came out with so we talked about uh this morning uh talked about tires mm -hmm. uh purchasing those from you know from us and all the different options that we have on tires uh and then we also talked about uh you know cabin air filters as well uh the next thing that was on my list was uh nitrogen for those tires yes you know when you get into this time of year and your temperatures are going to fluctuate so much like they do i mean we woke up this morning i don't know ex remember exactly what the temperature was, was out, outside this morning but you know it may go from a 50 degree day to an 80 degree day uh and maybe even more than that that's a lot of change so let's talk about kind of nitrogen and your experience with that and, and why we use nitrogen yeah uh with nitrogen especially pure nitrogen whenever you got that in your tires which i know phil phil um Whenever he does it, he he tries. He bought machines to get the most amount of nitrogen in your vehicle because it's ex extremely difficult to get 100%. Uh, most of the air is nitrogen that we breathe. That's very true. But the higher percentage, especially when you live in Kansas, the change of temperature is going to drop the pressure in those tires overnight, especially when now in Kansas we're going to have days that are going to be in the 80s, and at night it's going to go down to the 50s. So you're going to have a tire light when you get in your car the next morning. Well, or, you know, from a tire light standpoint, but then also just the, um, 
standpoint of the premature wear that it puts on the tire when you have that much fluctuation in pressure Very and true. it's uh so the typical tire pressure is right around i mean i don't it's kind of changing now with the lower profile of tires but years ago it used to be about 32 yep. uh, 32 to 35 psi was kind of the the placard uh tire pressure uh for for vehicles and uh years ago uh, or with that and compressed air you may from a from a tire being cool and uh, lower ambient temperatures to a tire that's warmed up rolling down the road after you know some driving there may be five or six psi difference in that tire yep. and you think about you know what a balloon and as you're blowing it up and what the difference uh two or three breaths in that balloon make and then the circumference of that balloon yep. well it's no difference in than that than what it does to the tire it changes the dynamics of that tire and how it wears mm -hmm. and so then you know the center of the tire potentially would wear out sooner or the edges are going to wear out sooner depending upon what that fluctuation in pressure is and here's the biggest thing with with that for me is that these tires aren't cheap no, no they are I very mean, expensive years ago we were dealing with you know 13 14s 15 inch tires that you know you could for 400 bucks you could have a set of tires yep. on the car and and roll down the road and everything be good to go but man you can get 12 1500 bucks wrapped up in a set of tires now pretty dang easy yep uh, when you get into the, some of these uh, 19s, 20s, 21s, uh, you know that we're that we're dealing with now, uh, that's that's a that's an investment. Yes, you know, and I want that investment to to last as long as I can. Uh, and you know, not only that, just uh, the the quality through that entire investment, as far as uh, how it's wearing, that's going to affect the the noise uh, level of the vehicle. You know, are you listening to a chopped up tire? Yep. The whole half of the half second half of the life of the tire, or is it nice and smooth and rides quiet? And, you know, from that side. The biggest thing for me, or the biggest thing with me, is I get a lot of people that will come in and they actually will put. Uh, the air pressure in the tires, what it says on the side of the tire and not what is on the vehicle. Yeah. That is the incorrect thing to do. There is a placard on the inside driver door that is that tells what your tire pressures need to be. Those tires are not made exactly for that vehicle. They're made for the, that particular size, but the vehicle is what dictates what your tire pressures need to be. And that is extremely, extremely important, uh, especially when Josh talks about the overall wear of a tire you know, things like that. It's very, very important to follow that placard and not the side of the tire. So that's a big thing with me. You know, uh, I would say out of all the vehicle maintenance needs and uh, uh, should be requirements, I guess, uh, that's probably the, the one of, one of probably quite a few, but the most easiest overlooked maintenance things that somebody could do you know, years ago uh you know when uh obviously tires weren't made like like they are today you you, you know you used to get maybe 20 30,000 miles out of a set of tires and now you can easily get you know 80, 70, 90, 000, yeah uh out of a out of a set of tires but i mean people check tire pressures uh they uh used you know, to check you, tire pressures uh, yeah <laughs> yeah uh, filling station you'd fill up with gas you'd check your tires you'd you know top off all the fluids people don't do that anymore no now we're spoiled uh, we have yeah. these sensors in these tires yeah. to tell us if there's something wrong and then the you know the other side of that is uh 
the profile of the tires i mean you used to have a sidewall that was a mile long yeah and now you don't you don't have that and so it's it's hard to tell if a tire's low yeah uh, in in the current you know technology or current tire sizing that that we have they're pretty thin sidewalls or pretty stiff sidewalls and uh, to be able to look at a tire and tell if it's visually low is is uh next to impossible uh, next to impossible but you did bring up a great point with the tire pressure monitoring systems and being able to kind of scroll through the dash yeah and see what those tire pressures are for sure so but uh, nitrogen's a, a huge benefit in the fluctuation of pressures with with temperatures you know it's doing doing that nitrogen's made up of large larger molecules that can then compressed air uh, so it doesn't leak as fast or seep as fast i mean you'll still you'll still lose some but it's going to take a, a longer amount of time to to be able to do that uh, it's not as susceptible to the temperature change so you're going to get a consistent uh, pressure throughout the life of the tire uh, you know and the benefits of having a consistent pressure throughout the the life of the tire having that nitrogen in there is fuel economy yep. right off the bat you're going to get better fuel economy just by having a consistent pressure for that tire and not having those fluctuations the other is just longevity of the tire it's going to wear uh, a lot longer as well so yeah. it's it's really really difficult well i guess it's easier for us to say see whenever the temperatures drop and and to go out and you got a tire light on and things like that but what you don't think about is whenever that tire is actually being used and rolling there obviously is transfer of heat so if you have nitrogen in your tires it's also still going to affect the, the uh, overall wear of the tire that way because it's going to do the exact same thing when the tire is hot so it's going to be more consistent and it's not going to change for that as well so just overall much a better way to inflate your tires the the heat aspect of it if it, you've got a cooler tire it's going to perform better you know your stopping distance is is all yeah. affected uh by that and i mean you're talking pretty minuscule differences but it's enough to make a difference right. that it's a benefit in the long run for sure so yeah. hey let's uh, get the phones ringing 316-462-3673 that's the number to jump on the air here and uh give us a call so got a package that we give away for the works uh, oil change tire rotation uh then we do a multi-point inspection, check over to the vehicle, make sure everything's squared away. Uh, also do uh, complete nitrogen for the tires, which we've been talking about, as well as uh, $10 to Mel's Diner, so you can get yourself something to eat and drink with us. And then a BG products package, which is going to consist of a can of MOA or motor oil additive, and then CF5 for the fuel system. So let's get the phones ringing, 316-462-3673. So, Scotty, what's uh, what's next on your list there next on my list is going to be the cooling systems of your vehicle or coolant or antifreeze uh, i guess you could call it in the winter um that's something that is routine uh, routinely checked whenever you get your vehicle serviced here at mel hamilton ford we have ph strips to test uh i guess a couple of the properties the ph the freeze point and things like that and i don't believe so and, and correct me if i'm wrong but i still don't believe there is an actual maintenance interval for this particular service on most vehicles out there. yeah there's uh there's not uh yeah We've, uh, I was at a, a Ford meeting here this last week and we were actually talking about uh, maintenance intervals on fluids yeah. uh, just in general and specifically, you know, it came up and, and uh, over the last couple of years, I've seen a lot of manufacturers add uh, brake, uh, brake fluid services to their owner's manuals, uh, which is something, you know, years ago that it, that it, uh, you never did see. Um, a lot of foreign manufacturers uh, had, you know, have adopted that many years ago, uh, for sure. 
and you're starting to see a lot more of the u.s manufacturers get that in there but the the coolant is something that is so um critical it, uh, it is very critical but here's here's the thing with coolant and from the manufacturer's side of things they don't really put it in any maintenance guides and i guess here's why is because everybody has a very uh durable coolant uh in the aspect of it's going to last a long time against freeze point so they're going to be able to, to to fill up a cooling system and it's going to you know, work for many, many years and you're not going to have to worry about, you know, things freezing up like, uh, like it did years ago, years ago yeah. uh, or vehicles that had, that had green coolant. And really every couple of years they were, you were concerned about the freeze point of the coolant. But what they don't tell you is <clears throat> the concern with the coolant is the additive package in the coolant. That is the pH level, which is basically an, an acidity level. And so the coolant itself, although it's good on the freeze point side of things, the acidity level is what a consumer really needs to be worried about with their coolant at this point in time. Now, an acidity level point is as a consumer, if it's off, what, what does it matter? Well, if it's not right on the high end of the, the spectrum, so if it's, uh, you know, too acidy, then you're going to get, uh, components that get ate up yeah so your water pumps your heater cores uh you know all your internal or all your internal lubricated stuff from coolant uh that that's the the negative on that side now if it's too low what happens well then rust will actually start to occur or uh, corrosion will cons will occur and you know we talk about uh, the turbos and things like that earlier in the show you get corrosion in a cooling system and you have all these fine passages that 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 coolant needs to to flow through that's the negative side of that and so unless you're checking for that uh it's too little too late you yeah. know if if you're high on the acidity side of things and we've ate components up or low on it and now they're corroded up uh that's something that's very hard to reverse. Yeah. And so that's why it's important as a routine maintenance to check that uh, pH level of that coolant to, to uh, identify what that is and be able to correct it at an early stage. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's kind of a, an easy predictor. If, uh, if you have a, a situation to where, and I know probably most of us have, have at least had it once to where our water pump starts leaking or something like that. Um, it, there's a good possibility that, the underlying issue was actually the coolant eating away at the water pump seal or something like that. I mean, it's a possibility, but um, it's always best to have your cooling system at tip top shape. So you don't, or so you prevent a, 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 or a catastrophic failure of some kind. Sure. That's very, very important. And I would even go, you know, one step further again, the manufacturers do an excellent job of making these vehicles more reliable, more dependable, um, you know, uh, and the, standard repair of years ago is really kind of a something that is going away kind of a thing of the past and when i say that i mean like you know a, a starter or an alternator uh, or a water pump uh you know things like that it's just not something that it, it does happen and yeah. we see it but it's not as common as what it used to be now with that the level of complexity for those components are uh, a lot further you oh, know yeah. in other words it's it's not something that uh, happens every time so just the its location and what i'm what i mean by that is you know water pumps now mm. uh 
water pumps or something that used to be belt driven, um, you know, on the pretty much on the front of the motor. Now, as we go to these hybrids and we go to to different styles of engines and designs, the manufacturers are having to come up with different ways to operate these components or drive these components, uh, you know, trying to fit everything into a vehicle they're looking at you know different locations uh something driven driven off of a drive belt um takes uh fuel economy uh you know takes uh horsepower uh to be able to do that and so like on the water pumps they've put them in with the the timing belts or timing chains chains in a lot of uh a lot of vehicles now now again no problem with it great problem with it in some cases your motor removal to put on a water pump. Yeah. Uh, and so just based on that component location, um, and what you would have to do, man, uh, maintenance on the cooling system sure seems like a much cheaper and better option, uh, than having to replace a water pump on a vehicle. I mean, you can get, uh, at least a couple of days wrapped up in labor, uh, and having to pull an engine, uh, to, re- to replace a water pump in some cases. 100% of the time. I've done uh, quite a few of them over the years. And granted, they were they were higher mileage vehicles and, and uh, things like that. But whenever you have like an edge or something like that that ends up having a water pump removal, it is it is a deal all in itself. It's normally two days where the vehicle's down and it's, uh, man, it's a, it's a job. So, and so the other side of it, a reaction from a customer when you say, oh, yeah. you need a water pump and it's going to be this, this much. much. Yeah, that's like, tough. Um, but Josh is exactly right. The best possible case scenario is, is obviously keeping your cooling system in tip top shape. So it could prevent that from happening. Um, I'm not going to say it's hundred percent of the time, but it, there's definitely a correlation for the, the better your cooling system is in as far as quality and the pH level and freeze point, things like that. Um, you're going to increase the longevity of those parts. And that's very, very, um, what, my, you're conserving money by just servicing them when it's supposed to. Um, and I, I tell people check their cooling every year, at least, you know, that's, that's the most important thing. And we do it every oil change. So um, that's something that we try to, you know, to try to give you as much of a heads up as possible. So that way you're, you know, you're, you're given a little bit of a heads up as opposed to just dropping it on you right then and there. So very important thing for me. Very, very much so. So, well, hey, it's a call-in show, 316-462-3673. That's the number to jump on the air here with us. And let's talk uh, vehicle maintenance or, uh, like I said, want to talk new products or Mel Hamilton Ford Racing. Uh, those We've got uh, the 3J teams up in uh, Hayes uh, for a show last night. And I uh, got a text from him just a little bit ago. Sounded like uh, they uh, – so they got second last night, qualified for tonight's A feature, uh, and then they get a redraw uh, for fourth, fifth, or sixth position to start, which is great. So sounds like good evening. So super excited about that. Uh, hope those guys uh, do good and uh, come home with a come home with a win. Uh, you know, season's kind of starting to starting to wind down. Uh, you know, from, from that side of things. So, uh, and then we've, 
we're at uh, bar to bar. Uh, I think it's today and tomorrow uh, out there at the uh, motocross uh, track over here. You don't know your own schedule? Yeah. Well, uh, I know we're, I know, <laughs> no, I know we're there. I'm just uh, trying to remember if it was a two day show. I'm pretty sure it's a two day show uh, for those guys up there. And then next week, uh, man, we're, we got a lot going on. So we're going to be in Wheatland, Missouri uh, out there uh, at the Lucas oil. Um, so we've got a crew going up there practice on, on Monday and then it's uh they race Tuesday through Saturday uh up there so got a pretty intense show uh up there got a couple of crew going up there on Monday and then we'll do a switch out on Thursday and re uh restock some supplies and and all that stuff uh so gonna be busy uh next couple of weeks here for mh ford racing everybody's trying to get their last uh last couple races of the season in and and uh get it uh get it going but uh hey if you need you know any any racing parts nitrous fuel uh we've we've got it all right inside here uh you know at mel hamilton ford so and then uh we're sponsoring a car show uh over here at the church just across the street from us at 135th and kellogg um and that that's going to be today it was uh up until i think five o'clock uh over there and so they typically have a great turnout for those uh for those guys over there but if you're looking uh, to get out to a car show uh 135th and kellogg uh at the church over here and uh you know come see some come see some old cars or classic go. cars and and uh you know it looks like it's going to be a great day weather-wise for yeah, the car show for it's sure, going to be so. gorgeous um i i I kind of want to put you on the spot and ask okay. you a question. So right. we have this we have this kind of funny joke that we have between the, the service manager, David Gray, and you. If you had to pick an older car to soup up real nice and make it perfect or a brand new, nice new Mustang or whatever car, your dream car, what would you rather have? Oh, man. Uh, well, it'd be it'd be a new car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be a new car, down uh, hands down. So David has a has a uh, uh, an infatuation with the Chevelle. Yeah, I love the Chevelle, and I think it's great. Uh, I just uh, man, I can go to a car show and I can walk around and I can truly, really appreciate the cars and uh, the time and effort that uh, these people have put into them to get them there. And uh, you know, I. I can appreciate it by far, but for me to tackle a project like that, I just, I know what the time and effort is that they had to put into it and the headaches, uh, that went into it. And then the other side of it, and I, I've teased David about this all the time is that, Oh yeah, I got a budget of this and I'm going to do this car for this. Well, when you actually get down to the nuts and bolts of it, the budget was blown a quarter <laughs> away into the build. And then the other side of it, like I, it would just never be complete. It yeah. would never be what I thought it should be or what I wanted it to be. They'd come up with a new product design or something that was uh, better that I thought I had to have. And then, uh, you know, I tease him about this all the time, but okay, now I've finally got it to where, to where I want it. And I go drive it down the road and it's still, uh, 50 60 year old yeah. like, <laughs> there's wind noises and water leaks and just the feature comforts of yep. you know of the of the modern 
uh, modern thing. And so, yeah, I razz him about that all the time. I don't want to discourage anybody from, <laughs> from doing that. It's just not, not me. I would much rather get a, you know, get a new GT or, yeah. uh, you know, a, the, one of the GT 500s or something like that and just be able to hop in that thing and just go, you know, you've yeah. got uh, 700 plus horsepower, you've got climate control, <laughs> you've got, you can hop in it and go from here to, you know, to wherever, to wherever you want to go. And, uh, And I'm not saying be or couldn't be issues with that too, because if you drive them hard, you know something's gonna break. That's, that's right. But, uh, so <laughs> I just think it's kind of fun because we we have great relationships with our coworkers in here, and it's always really funny when these guys get on this conversation. <laughs> and the other thing is, is I think I'm on Josh's side with this because of the safety stuff that they've come out with to protect the driver and the passenger and all that other stuff. There's there's lots of really cool things, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the new car. I think too, even though I have this infatuation with the older cars oh, they're beautiful so now old car uh, Bu- uh buick grand national i've always yep. i've always wanted one of those or thought that man it'd be really cool to have one of those and again and and i think my main reason for that is because at the time you know i think it was about 82 82 to 86 is when they made them uh but when they they came out they were just the uh, technology that went in yeah. you know it was a v6 turboed motor um and the the advancements in technology that they put in that car for the time it was uh it was you know it was uh industry leading i guess uh mm-hmm. from that side so uh and everybody's got their old car oh yeah you know oh yeah i i well i i think mine has switched recently i think mine's eleanor now oh yeah, yeah but i think it was initially it was like uh it was a 1969 dodge charger it was i wanted i wanted the general lee i thought that would be kind of cool to have, yeah but there's a there's a long list for both of those <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to uh, get on that list well hey uh everybody you know thanks for joining us this week and uh thanks for the the phone call that we got and the comments on uh the chat side of things but uh i'm gonna thank the sponsors here uh that are allow us to uh perform this show each and every week and that's going to be uh so big corner creative uh so for all your marketing and advertising needs uh anything social media traditional media uh, they do race car wraps, window wraps, uh, window tinting, uh, any type of marketing, advertising, need a website uh, design. Uh, those guys can uh, help you out with that. As they say, just Google us. Uh, then we've got uh, uh, BG products. So all the great preventative maintenance items, <coughs> excuse me, that we have right here inside Mel Hamilton Ford. Uh, those guys, man, they're industry leading. You talk about uh, the advancements in technology and what they what they put into their products or efforts that they put into their products to make sure that uh, you as a consumer are getting, you know, the absolute best that you can get. So it's crazy. Uh, we really appreciate the partnership with that we have with those guys. And uh, again, the, the products that they uh, offer to us to, to, for us to um, have available to our customers. So BG products uh, and then go to rent. So if you're looking for a 12 or 15 passenger vehicle, hate to say this, you know, Thanksgiving will be here before uh, we know it. And then Christmas right after that. So if you're looking uh, for something larger to get to, to grandma's house, or you got a trip coming up uh, and you need a larger vehicle for uh, Stan's got a great fleet of vehicles right here inside Mel Hamilton Ford. So everybody have a great uh, rest of your weekend and we will talk to you next Saturday. <laughs>